Hello and welcome to Sold My Soul, episode three? Are we going to call it episode three? three? Yeah, let's yeah, call it episode, episode three. three. <laughs> um, I'm Allison. I'm Paige. And I'm Yana. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we always woo after we... Uh, so why do we go woo every time we I do I don't ourselves? know. <laughs> but yeah, last week we had two episodes in one week just because we got really passionate about our topic and wouldn't shut up. So yeah, you guys got a bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and also we launched our Instagram last week, which is exciting. So make sure you go and follow that. It is sold my soul pod. Um, that's so that's sold my S E O U L pod. So follow us, follow us there so you can interact with us. We really want to hear your opinions on some of the things we're talking about. But yeah, without further ado, let's get into this week. So our in the news segment. Um, <laughs> so basically, there's just a fuck ton of comebacks. There's just so many comebacks it happening. Comeback it's comeback season. season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. To the nines. So some of the comebacks, the notable ones we have coming up are Shiny who are coming back on I know ah, who are coming back on February 22nd and they've just dropped their um they've dropped like a an infographic for their a promotion schedule basically so they dropped that today so go check that out if you are shawal <laughs> that name always yeah. so funny to me i don't know why that fandom name um <laughs> yeah go check them out even if you're not they're icons and legends and we love them so very excited for a shiny comeback Glad to see them all together again. Um, mm-hmm. ATs has been dropping some concept photos with like some captions, some very like dramatic captions, but no comeback date yet. But we <laughs> should expect them soon. I don't know exactly how things are going to work with their. Um, I don't know when participation with uh, Kingdom starts, but yeah, they yeah. look like they're trying to make a comeback. Uh, Wanho, mm-hmm. former member of Monster X, is making his first solo comeback is this his first first yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it would be his first comeback yeah that's on february 26th and kong daniel is coming back on the 16th um (laughs) yeah so then uh other news chunga is also coming back with her first full Mm -hmm. album on february 15th coming up very soon very excited for that and super yeah, and it's also been announced that, um, you know how Rain has been doing, like, a series of collaborations with other mm-hmm. artists? So his next collaboration is with Chunga, and it is coming <gasps> out in March. Yeah. So oh, my been, God. It's been described so far as a dance collab. I'm sure there's going to be a song along with it, but um, maybe that just <laughs> means that maybe she's not actually featuring on the song. Maybe she's just going to be like part of the dance or something. Who knows? But mm-hmm. yes, they mm-hmm. apparently he has confirmed that that is who his next victim is. Just joking. I would love to be a victim of rain. <laughs> rain on. Um, yeah. And then we also have the announcement that Son Dong Pyo from X1 or uh, Parties 101 uh, season X, <laughs> the fourth season, Produce 101 <laughs> X, all the names are confusing. But anyways, he was in the lineup for X1, and it has been confirmed that he is going to be in the upcoming um, group Mire, M-I-R-A-E, in March. My son. Yeah, so Sondam Pyo, we're going to see him again. <laughs> 
He was very popular on the show. He's one of like the very cute members, if you don't remember him. But yes. So he will be making his re-debut. And congratulations to all of the, I think, 2002 born babies who attend Soul Performing Arts. Your graduation was today for us, yesterday for them. KST is weird. So we have a bunch of idols who have just graduated high school, which is really exciting. In their little yellow uniforms. We love to see it. (laughs) And that that is all for the news. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Back to you, um, Jeff. On the day that we're recording this, it's February 5th. Happy birthday to NCT's Mangne Jisung. (laughs) My child has all grown up, even though he's a bit taller than me since like three years ago, but... <laughs> also, you have to stop um, calling people who are older than you your children. <laughs> okay, listen. He's okay. He's younger than he's actually younger than me by like half a year, but still, he's younger than me. So he's actually my baby. And also, um, Espa just dropped their music video mm. for the song oh. "Forever." Yeah, it's I actually a cover of a song that came out in two thousand. So, mm-hmm. um, oh. so yeah, it's just a single. They've dropped a music video for it, but yes. yeah, it's a cover song. Yeah, I saw that as well, and was like, "Are they coming back? What's going on?" But oh, yeah. the photos were very aesthetic, though. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I didn't look that. at the photos. Apparently, the video is really pretty. They're like, it's there's like snow falling and stuff. So, if you're a fan of the new girl group, Espa from SM, then check that out. And, yeah, is that all we have for news? Anybody have anything else they want to pitch in? I think that's all I can think of right now. (laughs) Okay. Well, then we can announce, and by announce, I mean all the listeners already know because it'll be in the title. But, (laughs) anyways, we're going (laughs) to announce today's theme, which is, uh, what are they called? (laughs) What are they called? Survival shows. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, my mind just went blank. We're talking about survival show tea today. So things that go wrong, controversy, scandals. I'm sure you are anticipating the biggest scandal, which is just Mnet's existence. We will be talking about that as well. (laughs) Literally. Yeah, so um, I think Produce is a good place to start. It was a trailblazer in terms of survival shows. Um, mm-hmm. And it was kind of the first of its kind. So if we go right back to produce, 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 whatever you want to say, 101, season one. Um, this was the first season. It was all girls. And the resulting group was IOI. So mm-hmm. this was a wildly successful show. It was kind of the first time that they were at least framing it as if, uh, the the citizens of Korea were like nominating these girls and choosing who was going to be in their ideal girl group and then they really hammered mm-hmm. that idea home by having IOI debut with the song Dream Girls um, but now that we know behind closed doors and closed Mnet uh, camera lenses <laughs> they, <laughs> they obviously manipulate a lot They edit Mm -hmm. a lot to, you know, give certain people better um, images and things like that and weirdly put attention on people that you wouldn't expect. It's just like it's hard to know why and how they choose who they're going to, you know, it's it's very interesting. But yes, it's harder to know because the scandals about Mnet's voting came out more recently 
and they were very much tracking the groups eyes one and um what are they called one X- one? no not one oh one. x1 x1, x1. They were literally together for three seconds, so I forgot their name. But anyways, <laughs> sad time. <laughs> but anyways, um, that was the bulk of the investigation was into those two groups. So we don't fully know how much the manipulation affected the lineup of IOI. But we do know that IOI already was just riddled with issues. And a lot of that came from... Um, again, this is like kind of the first time something like this was happening. There's all these people coming from different companies, but it wasn't like a project group necessarily. They were supposed to promote like as kind of a more long-term group. So they, and especially because they were trainees, a lot of them debuting for the first time, there was just all these complications mm-hmm. that Mnet and all the participating parties clearly learned from once IOI success became apparent, but it was very clear that a lot of the companies weren't sure about this whole IOI thing or how well it was actually going to treat them. So some of them started pulling their girls, like after the after Dream Girls, they were like, "Okay, that was fun. Thank you, thank you for the publicity." And that's when they started pulling girls. So yeah, yeah. So those girls included Cheyoung from. Uh, is it Daya or Dia? I never remember. Daya. Daya. So Taeyeon left like right after Dream Girls. Basically, they like pulled her to participate in Daya's comeback. So mm-hmm. uh, she did come back. I think all of them. Yeah, all of them like came back eventually. But it was just like really unfortunate that they only had one song together, and then immediately company started pulling. So the other girls who got pulled were Sejong and Mina, who left to debut with Gugudan. So they were also absent from their from IOI's first comeback. And also at some point, um, is her name Yeon, Yeon Jun? I should have looked this up before. I always forget Yeon her name Jun? when I go to say it. Who? Yeon Jun? Yeon Jun? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I really like her, so it's bad that I keep forgetting her name. But, no. yeah, but she was also, like, momentarily pulled to participate in um, in WJSN, so, and, like, debut mm-hmm. with them, basically, because she was added to WJSN's existing lineup. Yeah, nice. so it's kind of, it was already messy, just from, like, their debut, and then when they, so when they came back with What a Man, there was only eight members seven to eight members who were actually promoting in the music shows yeah yeah um and then that's when they got their first win which is sad because a bunch of the members are absent (laughs) yeah and then the only song that we really have in full promotions after that is very very and thankfully everyone was back for that one Probably because the mm-hmm. companies heard that JYP was producing it, and they were like, "Oh, yo, shit, we better get on that JYP track." Let's and get they all went running back to, <laughs> to IOI. Oh my god! And then, yeah, and then they also—that was the first time they got their first win all together. So they just kept winning. They were wildly popular. Like I cannot overstate yeah, how they were. popular they were mm-hmm, yeah. worldwide, mm-hmm. but like especially in Korea. Like they just Korea. ate up that whole national producer thing. They were like, "These are our girls." Like. The first season's pretty iconic, yeah. So Mm -hmm. then they disbanded and released their song Downpour. They had, like, a goodbye concert. Um, And so Downpour, produced by Wooji from Seventeen. And then on the day that they disbanded, that won first place at the music shows. So that was kind of, like, a nice ending moment. But, yeah, so we start right off the bat with, like, crazy shit Mm -hmm. happening. 
in Parties <laughs> 101. And then it just gets worse from there. Allison, How long like was their contract, though? <laughs> um, like a year. It was a year, yeah. So it was like yeah. 2016. And then I think it was early 2017 that they... Um, I remember them disbanding. And I got... Yeah. I got into K-pop late 16. That makes sense. Early 17, so... Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Produce... Uh, I call it Broduce 102. Um, <laughs> they were like a year later and then their contract was two years, I'm pretty sure. And then like X1 was like five years supposed to be. Thank you, X1. And then Eyes <laughs> 1s was, I think, supposed to be like three and a half years, but they've been going on for like forever now that it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's I don't no know. end. I don't know if it has been three and a half years or just like feels like, I don't know what's going on, but. It just feels like three and a half years. <laughs> it's only been a year. <laughs> really? <laughs> How yeah, is, it's only been a year. Like a little, it's only been a little over a year. Yeah, really? Oh my god, it feels like no a million years. No, no, it hasn't because La Vie came out in this like two springs ago. Eighteen, eighteen. So it's been like at least two years. It's been at least two. So years. maybe they are still did... within their original contract. Because yeah, because I think so. <laughs> we know because we, we covered per- <laughs> La Vie and Rose. Yeah, we. We oh, performed right, yeah, and covered La Vie back in 2018, so I'm like, there's no way. Exactly. What are you talking about, yeah, one we, year? Yeah, it came out in October 29 of uh, 2018. No, right, because X1 was the one that... Of 2018? It came out in October or 2017? October 20, uh, October 29, 2018. Oh, so then we did it in 20... Oh, wait, yeah, Nine? 2019 is still two years ago because it's 2021. Whoa. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God. Crap. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's February, real. y'all. Anyways, yeah, Anybody we remember be because Valentine's we did a big date. group cover of Lovey and Rose, um, and we filmed it in the freezing fucking cold in, like, late April in, in Hyde Park in Toronto. Um, God, I cannot. Yeah. Anyways, so I guess they're still within original contract. But, yeah, season mm-hmm. two had its own host of, like, even before the group, it was just, like, all these guys were getting – there's so many controversies first of course like in the first season there was of course like like characters that people didn't like that they were commenting on and there was like bad comments Mm -hmm. and things like that but in Mm -hmm. season two there is a lot more i think like now that everyone had gotten used to how the show worked there's a lot more criticism of the way that these young sleep deprived food deprived trainees were acting and treating each other And it was just, like, all a lot. But on top of that, there was also a lot of accusations of, um, like, sexual harassment and bullying and all these scandals surrounding Mm -hmm. certain people. Some people left the show. It, And they always sweep that under the rug. Like, people leave and they're just like, hey, we're continuing. Um, Those guys left. And then they show everyone looking, like, maybe sad for a second. And then they move on. You're like, wait, what? we're no longer 101 like like like, literally the show announced that they were doing produce 102 and then they're like yeah obviously there's 101 guys and then literally before like maybe a week or two before the show even aired they're like so we're down to 98 um (laughs) yeah it was either before it was like yeah it was something like that and i'm pretty sure possibly or i'm remembering another season that even more people left like just before like i remember them announcing it to the the like sea of trainees like right when they were going to do their rehearsal on the mnet stage for like whatever the title track was i guess for that year it would be nyana 
But I remember them mm-hmm. announcing like, okay, more people left. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, yeah, I think like, <laughs> yeah, I think like one or two more members left from what I remember. It, and it yeah. was really awkward because like that first episode, I remember pretty distinctly like the guy, <laughs> the guy that sat at the number one position. I'm pretty sure it was Broduce 102. It was the guy that sat at the number one position. And I was like, ooh, he cute. He like, was like a JYP or like a former Yeah, JYP. he was a JYP guy. And yeah. he was the first one to leave. <laughs> Yikes. He disappeared like right after that, and I was like, "Where the fuck Probably did you go?" Somi called him up and was like, "Don't fucking do it. <laughs> You'll fucking regret it." Oh yeah, we didn't even talk oh about. God. Sorry, just to rewind a little bit to Protest One One, like where the girls ended up. We talked about in our oh, episode yeah. last week. Pristin obviously was a shit show. Mm-hmm. Gugudan, which mm-hmm. has three of the participating members from the show and two of the final lineup so <clears throat> kind of echoing Pristin and wikimiki with like how many one company sent and were successful mm-hmm. it's just like insane but yeah mm-hmm. so they're promoting but with gugudan's gone now pardon gugudan disbanded. disbanded wait what they disbanded yeah, yeah like a month ago in december midnight of the new year i believe um yeah yeah oh my god I didn't even So basically that. a few months before that, like earlier Wait. last year, somebody um well, like, one of the <laughs> I'm ascending. <laughs> what how did I how do I miss these things? How yeah, is disintegrating. So basically they got kicked out of their dorms. Like Oh, um, that was them? I heard something about that. I didn't yeah. know it was them. Yeah, so um one of the members I think was like, Yeah, so the company um told us to pack our bags and leave the dorm. And then when we asked them, like, um, when we would expect to return, they said, don't. Holy shit. And this is jellyfish. Like, they don't not have money, right? It's jellyfish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure, yeah. No, they have money. Well, they have money. Maybe they don't. They wee-tee, wee-tee. If they had to, like, the kick, like, that's a big sign to me. Kicking them out of their dorms is, like, rent is fucking expensive. And, like, that's probably mm-hmm. one of the most expensive parts about, um, like, promoting idols is like actually paying for them to live <laughs> so like mm-hmm. that kind of just screams to me like ah we're out of money we need to, you to get out of here immediately mm-hmm. but i don't know who knows holy shit who knows well i was gonna say before that they were shit at promoting them they yep yeah for they like were. how talented they were slash are like those are like some of the top vocalists basically in the industry and it sounds crazy for me to say that, probably because half of you haven't heard of them, but it's actually true. Like, their vocals are insane. No, they're, they're so mm-hmm. good, yeah. Yeah, so that's really sad. And I hope they find, I don't know, some way to continue that. Okay, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> More <laughs> shit. Wiki Mickey um, debuted uh, with I Don't Like Your Girlfriend in 2017. Yeah, late twenty. Yeah, and that was a good fucking song, man. No offense, but that was most of the travel tracks now like still don't compare to how good that song was. <laughs> I love them though. <laughs> I do love them, but it's like mm-hmm. a same. same. Fantasio went through uh, a rough patch. Um, it might have been even oh, before yeah, the girls debuted, or like just no, 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 it wasn't. I think it was after. It was soon it was after. After, but Fantasio yeah. went through a very big. We won't even get into it because it's crazy. But like ownership, and and stock buying rough patch where it was very unclear who actually yeah. owned the company and who was going to be directing the groups which are astro and Mickey. and yeah it was a very dark time in fantasio's history so they yeah, went through so that much. patch and they're like 
they're let's say they're like mildly successful, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, underrated. Yeah, definitely too underrated for like how talented they are. So he is acting. She's been acting. She's been in dramas. She had like a feature film, mm-hmm. um, and that was her intention from the beginning. So good for her. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> and uh, so me, uh, I just wrote mm-hmm. in my notes. So me dot dot dot. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> because poor fucking girl. Um, she mm-hmm. was so label. so young when she was on that show. She was so so young when she was in sixteen, uh, nineteen. What the fuck was it called? Whatever the show that made twice was sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. 16, okay. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> Twenty. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was so young there. She was still young mm-hmm. in produce. There was so much pressure on her because she was from JYP. Like, that girl Mm -hmm. was just constantly put in the, like, worst situations and somehow, like, stayed bright and bubbly through most of it. So, Mm -hmm. anyways, what ended up happening was no debut, no debut. She's appearing on variety shows. She's clearly trying to keep herself in the public name. And, again, cannot overstate how popular Produce 101 was. And, therefore, as the first place winner, how popular Jeon Somi was. Everyone knew her name. Everyone knew her face. She was everywhere. She was, like, the biggest thing. And for her to not make a debut after IOI disbanded and basically to just be, like, put in the JYP basement, which we don't talk about that very often, but Mm -hmm. day six are down there and they have uh, cookies. Um, (laughs) And so me joined them for a while. Um, And then when ITZY started coming out, we were like, okay, this is going to be Somi. Still wasn't Somi. Still wasn't Somi. supposed to be. Somi goes to the black label, which was which is um, a label under YG, and she debuts with Birthday, which was a good, great song that I loved and listened to a lot. And then she disappeared for a while again, and then she came out with um, what you call it? Ring the alarm. What you waiting for? Yeah, <laughs> what you oh. waiting for? <laughs> yeah, and then she came out with that. So I guess she's doing okay now, but. Like, it's all mm-hmm. about timing. And she, for years, she was just, like, brushed under the rug. And her yeah, success is real. definitely going to be impacted by that. But I'm glad mm-hmm. that she finally debuted. And she's all, like, buddy-buddy with Blackpink. So she still has, like, friends mm-hmm. and, and people around. And she seems really happy. Yeah. And then, of course, there's Chunga, who's just oh. a queen. And she oh, came God. from arguably, like, one of the smallest companies like involved in IOI at least. Of course there were mm-hmm, smaller companies yeah. in the actual like one oh one, but um a soloist fucking killing the game. She's now one of the queens of K pop and she's fucking Definitely. collabing with people she's collabing with Rain. So she's made it, okay? She's made it. She's yeah. a queen. Oh yeah. She really she's has. insane and I love her. And yes, yeah, sorry, that's just a wrap up Parties One O One. That's where they are now. So <laughs> some sad stories and some great stories. But yeah. Back mm-hmm. to Bro, Bro, Bro Deuce 102. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. Yeah, Rocky starts. Oh, I mean, just to give mm-hmm. you, like, s- some of the... Ha Minho, accused of bullying and sexually harassing ex-girlfriend. Han jong Yun, the bullying scandal. Jung Jung-ji, accused of sexually harassing an alleged female acquaintance. Ju Hak Nyan, accused of being greedy and making mistakes on stage. I, uh, okay, the Ju Hak Nyan thing, I can talk about for days even though it wasn't that many instances but okay listeners the boys are one of my alt groups juhangyan is now my son after he was off produced but just everything that happened in that season was like 
making building me up to hate him but that's also with mnet's devil editing mm-hmm. but let's start with that dance performance he was not center hwanwung was center hwanwung is one of my biases in one is he was the center and like they were like all right fine like we'll give hangyan something so hangyan gets like a center part where he does like the little arm snake thing with everyone and he i think he also gets like a solo part because he was a b-boy or something <laughs> and like so he gets he gets like center parts. He has time for like spotlight, like as everyone in the group does. He gets a little bit more than the other members, and he somehow gets ending fairy when he's not the center. I was so mad, mm-hmm. cause like I know everyone wants to be in the spotlight, and that's the point. You're supposed to get the votes, but also you're supposed to highlight your center. Because he's the center for a reason. And yet, Hwanung, like... I'm pretty sure Hwanung didn't even re- rank, like, number one that episode, I think, from that performance. But anyways, yeah, Hangyan just... He stole the spotlight, and I'm like, son, that's not your position, but okay. Moving on to Yorojo, which, in my opinion, I I didn't want them to win that episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never Team was my shit. Anyways, Yorojo, um, he was originally the center... Um, and I lit- I know this because I looked it up the other day to complain to Anne about it. Because um, <laughs> she's p- she's trying to pick up the boys' bias and she said Ju Hangnyeon. And I'm like, let me tell you T first. So, Shout out to Anne. In we the Yorojo team. We love you, Anne. <laughs> um, Yorojo team, he was picked for center at first. He's like, I really want to do it. Like, I think I got it. And they're all practicing. And even at practice before, like, the choreo presentation to the the choreographers yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. so because they have to perform it for the choreographers before they move on just at practice this boy's like five beats behind and (laughs) all all the members are like hi (laughs) um you good and it's like i i know like the struggle is real especially when you're under so much pressure and you only have like what a week maybe less than a week to pull everything through mm. um and he's just struggling and then when they present it i don't even think the choreographer said his name he was just like you guys need to fix some things oh, God. <laughs> it was so embarrassing because like hangyeon knew it was him mm. so they obviously had a team meeting and then they're like and he's like it'd be better for the team if like this person who i will not name will take over center because i can't keep up and like he'll do a better job and they changed him to, uh, they changed to the other member being the center. And the reason we're not naming the other member is because he's a piece <laughs> of shit. And I don't want to talk about it. And if you want to know mm-hmm. about it, you can just Google JBJ and eventually find the fucking thing. But just know that I stand JBJ and I'm really mad and not him. that this guy turned out to be an asshole because I trusted him. Anyways, back Me to too. what you were saying. And he had cats. <laughs> He had, he had cats. fucking cats. He was mean to his cats. I trusted and him. And that's not even the whole thing, but it's fine. Okay, go on out. So they they changed center, and then Hagnyan's still like, Meh. and um throughout the whole process, like uh, Dongo or sorry, I call him. Is his name not Dongo? Is it? It is Dongo. Who's right? Dongo? Is it? Who's Dongo? I think that's his. <laughs> Some guy. Dong Ho. I think that's his birth... I don't even remember. Yeah, Dong Ho is his birth name. Sorry, Beck Ho is his stage name. Um. Anyways. So, Dong Ho was, like, helping him a lot with the vocals because 
Dongo is our vocalist and um like he has so much more strength with his vocals than Hagnyeon does and Hagnyeon even to this day is still like still trying to develop himself because you can tell from the title songs and even b-sides that he's not up to par per se but like he's like improved a lot since produce mm-hmm. so like he's still fixing his vocals and he finally does um and then they go to perform the yorujo performance at the the show because they end up winning and then perform it on mnet which is a little different but the performance in produce the ending pose he's completely blocking the center and it's like it's not even like it was unavoidable. He just had to like arch his back a little bit more. Like that was all he needed to do or like shift over so that the center could be seen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like you you lost your opportunity, boy. Like you also had your lines. Like that's when you shine. Mm-hmm. The ending pose, you cannot block the center. Like you could barely see the guy's head yeah, so <laughs> because he's is... fucking blocking him. Yeah, but this mm-hmm. is like one of these things that this is a common thing that happens and it's happened in the other seasons we'll get to, but it keeps happening mm-hmm. where people are accusing these these idol or these trainees of being greedy. My problem mm-hmm. with this is, and even with Hakneon, is I don't like, okay, if you look into Hakyun's whole thing too, there's like so many examples of people like defending him and saying like what the show didn't show is that he knows he's a slow learner and he would mm-hmm. he would stay up all night practicing like every yeah. night. His sister said that he would come back home at like four in the morning or something and sleep for maybe two hours before he had to get up again and go film mm-hmm. and not like a, a lot of idols had to do that i mean trainees had to do that on certain days but he would do it like every night because he was All in the, the practice room like trying his best i think mm-hmm. those comments and things like that people in his life supporting him there's even like neighbors of his and like students he went to school yeah. with and you know like if you don't really give a fuck about someone like you know like and these people don't know him that well but what they know of him is that he was so nice and so hardworking that they took it upon themselves to go to the internet and be like, hey guys, like, I'm his neighbor and, like, I don't think that he deserves this. Like, he's really, like, from what I know about him. And those kind of things just put into perspective the real world. This show is just a concentrated example of the crazy Korean popular music industry and how their media Mm -hmm. systems work and how fucking Mnet works. And these kids are all victims of it, in my opinion. Exactly. They're all, most of them are literally children. Some of them have already signed their lives away to their companies. Like I said, they are being deprived food. They are being deprived sleep. They are being yelled at Mm -hmm. all day. The way that they are treating these children, if we don't look at them as idols and these images in our head of these perfect people these perfect people far away on the other side of the planet in korea Mm -hmm. these are just kids who have a dream to be a singer like what that's the most innocent like dream like so many kids are like i'm gonna be a pop star when i grow up these are just kids and they're under so every action they make every facial expression like everything is under so much and like and scandals or controversies like this just pale in comparison to these other guys on the shows who are literally literally getting accused of discrimination ableism bullying mm-hmm. like real things that may or not may not be allegations because of course their companies every time are like no this is just a rumor made up by this person but mm-hmm. like who knows like again why would you some random person in the middle of nowhere see this one training on a show and be like i need the world to know that he bullied me in high school or something like why would like if it wasn't true why would you make it up 
Like, yeah, it's just crazy. But yeah, mm-hmm. there was like some real scandals that year. There was, um, there was, uh, yeah, bullying scandals. Like this one person, um, accused contestant Yoon Yong Bin, who I don't remember. I don't know if you do, but apparently he was involved <gasps> in a scandal. Um, a person that knew him like since mm-hmm. childhood said that he used to bully her and her disabled older brother. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like to the point where she said like she was traumatized. So that was one of them. I'm just, oh, Yoon Young Bin. I barely remember him. I just like looked at a picture of his face. I think I'm, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly who that is. Yeah. And of course, his agency denies. There was also the nationality issue. So this season was one that um, there was an influx of more foreign uh, contestants. So there was like some Japanese people, I think, this year. There was uh, the, but this this issue of especially was surrounding Lai Guan Lin, who ended up being in the final lineup of one on one. But there yeah. was during his time on the show, there was criticism because of his nationality, and um, yeah, the controversy sparked. Apparently, his Lai Guan Lin wrote that he's from China's Taiwan. So multiple Taiwanese newspapers like reported this issue, backlashes and anger within the Taiwanese people um, because he disgraced Taiwan as an independent country. So there was that whole issue, like all these things happening on the side, the assault scandal. There was even, who's that guy from New East? Um, Which one? The vocalist from New East, the one who like, Sang Namja, like. (laughs) Oh, uh, Dong. Hmm? Kang Dong Ho? Th- yeah, Dong Ho. Is that? Oh, that's who you were talking about earlier? Yeah. There yeah. was like a major, I remember when it was happening, yeah, there was a major sexual assault scandal with him that I don't even know oh, where yeah. that went with. And then, like, I don't know, like, if it turned out to be rumors or not, but yeah, that was crazy and very graphic. The girl who was yeah. claiming it was like, it was a very, like, it was an assault, like, not just like harassment, it was like, so, again, mm-hmm. who knows if that's true? And even if it's not true, like, now these idols are tainted. There's only so much time you have in the spotlight. And if some of that time is negative, then, like, in some ways you're just fucked. Like, people are always going to connect you with that story. And it's just, yeah. like, really unfortunate if it's not true. But, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, Mnet. And they're... Mm-hmm. And they're ta- the way that they tally, the way that you win the rounds, aside from they're cheating and that's cheating like that in in itself is just like the way that the show is actually structured and works is like very questionable sometimes Mm -hmm. so it's hard to know and i as a distance viewer like what's fair and what's not but i also feel like i mean this i'm sure this happens with all the other seasons i've personally only seen the two boy seasons because i'm a boy group (laughs) fan and i need to get into 101 and 48 you haven't seen the season one no. Oh, bitch. I've seen clips. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm so behind. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like, it happened. I'm sure it happened on the the female seasons as well. But I I don't care if I get called out for this. Come for me if you want to. K nets. A lot of K nets are like, oh, but he's pretty and like he can improve later. It's fine. They always vote for the good-looking member that's not that talented and still has so much room to improve. Like, obviously, everyone has room to improve, but they pick the member that's, like, really good-looking good, really good looking, um, and has way too much to improve, but they're expected to debut soon after the show ends. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're not ready, though. So, 
by the time they do get to like the 101 stage or the X1 stage, half of the group is not ready to debut and they're debuting just because K-Nets are like, but he's pretty though. And it bothers me. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. They really don't know how to vote. I'm sorry. Like, just putting that out there. We had this conversation before about um, Road to Kingdom and how K-Nets don't know how to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all are almost as bad as Snake Net, but that's a conversation for another day, is it? I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, like, again, we don't really know what's going on. We can't accuse voters of being the fucked up ones when Mnet is constantly fucking with the results. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, again, they're all the way on the other side of the world. We don't actually know what the processes are, like, what's going down. Like, everyone's living their own mm-hmm. lives, but... I would much rather blame a major corporation, Mnet, than Knets. So, yeah, like, when in doubt, blame the major corporation who has multiple <laughs> scandals in the news rather than the public, I think. But, yeah, it's, it's all But messy. it's not even just, like, with Mnet, though, because it's happened also with, like, other survival shows where, like, the good-looking members mm-hmm. get pushed yeah. because K-Nets are voting for the pretty members. And I'm not Makes saying, sense. like, every K-Net is like that. Mm-hmm. It's just I've found that with all of these survival shows that at, le- at least I've seen and, like, my friends have seen and told me, like, the results and stuff, I've noticed that a lot, not a lot, like, not majority, but there's a bunch of members that get voted into the final lineups mm-hmm. that are, like, obviously they can improve, but they're not ready and I al- and then they debut anyway yeah I always wondered like because with Samuel in season mm-hmm. two motherfucker that guy that was like the most baited thing ever because they gave him a lot of screen time throughout the show and oh yep. and also I'm not saying that Samuel isn't like good looking I'm just saying he has, like, slightly, like, different features. He's mixed as well, so that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. But it was insane that he was given that much screen time, like, till the end. Everyone was like, you know how you have the ones in your head where it's like, okay, obviously they're in the lineup just because they get so much screen time. They're always in first place or whatever the fuck. They're always in the mm-hmm. top, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, in your head, you, like, kind of know who's going to make it, and then some of the ones are questionable. And for me, at least, Samuel was always, like, one of the ones who was like, oh, yeah, he's, like, in the lineup. And even his face, when he realizes he's not in the lineup, is just, like, the perfect example for it. Because he doesn't look sad. He looks genuinely shocked. And, like... Confused. Some people might look at that and be like, oh, like, how, like, pompous or whatever. But if I was him and I'd had all that attention the entire season and I was that good... And I was that, like, like, promised, basically. Not, like, of course, there's no promises, but, like it seemed pretty promising that he was going to be in the lineup, I would fucking be as well. I was watching it. I was like, pardon? Me too. Me too. I was so I pissed. Think, I think he was one of the ones that was rigged out. I'm pretty sure. He definitely yeah, he was. he was one of the two. Two or three. I think I think it was, uh, two, yeah, two or three. Because I know, because they had like the, the figurines. I don't know if you guys remember that, but they made the figurines <gasps> yeah. of the final lineup. Oh, no, what? And mm-hmm. it was... The f- you didn't see it, Paige? No, what figurines? Oh my god! Okay, here, yeah. let's go tea. Let's go tea. So, produce made these little figurines of the final lineup, and it's of I'm pretty sure it was of them in their uniforms, um, and it was leaked that they showed a picture of the final lineup, including the three that got rigged out. Yes. So people were like, 
mm-hmm. you motherfuckers changed the lineup and you already had the figurines made. So what so the fuck what, So that sounds to like, me like companies coming in and being like, listen, if I slide you a mill, yep. will you mm-hmm. throw that figurine in the garbage? <laughs> I think that's yeah. what happened with X. But which, if I if I slide that? you like a mill and maybe like a hot underage <clears throat> teenage girl. Oh my god. You know, will you put my kids Locking. in the final lineup, you motherfuckers? The worst. Just, oh my god! Oh my god! The and scandals. like, and it, and like the like the photo of like the figurines being leaked and showing that you know three of, you know, like the members in the final lineup weren't supposed to be there. It reminded me of when, um, the posters for the final lineup for Produce X One Hundred One came out. Oh yeah. And, like, half of the lineup was completely different. And I was like... Produce X was the worst. Holy yeah. fuck. What there's happened always, here? The thing is, every season, there's always been members who do not deserve to be there. And it's so frustrating. Because it's all fun and games. Mm-hmm. So cute. Kim Sohei is in the lineup for, produce, for, for fucking IOI. It's not cute. Because there are other girls there who are, like, genuinely talented and want to be mm-hmm. there. Sohei, from the beginning... It was very apparent. She was sent by her company. She was doing the best with what she had. And she was clearly acting, like, trying to be like, yes, I want to be. And every time they asked her, they were like, do you want to be an idol? She didn't. We knew that from the start. She wants to be an actor. Her company sent her there to get publicity. And all that was probably supposed to happen was that she got some screen time for being not good and and being but being (laughs) cute and then Mm -hmm. would leave and go be an actor. And mnet was like hmm, you know what we're gonna take this and fucking run with it and then mnet said do you know what else we're gonna do we're gonna take this and run with it every season we're gonna find a kim so we're gonna support her give her screen time or them give them screen time and put them in the final lineup even though they don't deserve to be there and they're taking somebody else's place who does and for 101 it was like one lane he does not deserve to be in that lineup no he's no cute 100 he's good. nice he's not he's... that talented he doesn't have a lot going no. on and especially when he's my he was son. there, he didn't have a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, like, he's my son and all, but I was dreading <laughs> buying the merch, and I have every single fucking album. Um, and it just, like, it really hurt me, especially knowing that, like, someone like Jonghyun didn't make the final lineup. And Jonghyun deserved the entire mm-hmm. fucking world. And Lai Guan Lin made Do you know who still like, haunts me? Che Suhan. Do you remember him? Oh, wait. Is this X1 actually I'm confusing with? What? That's X. Okay, that's X. we'll get to that. I we will get to that. Not. I'm going to start crying I will if cry. we talk about Suhan. I w- I'm going to oh talk God. about it and we're all going to cry and it'll be fine. But anyways. God damn, why you do this to me? So that... But like, it was like, it was heartbreaking, you know, like when they were announcing the final lineup for 101 mm. and there was that folk, you know how like they have focus cameras yeah. mm-hmm. Um, for like the boys and i was watching not like the boys i know um but like i watched the focus cam for minhyun and you can genuinely see the heartbreak painted on his face when none of his fellow new east members made it to the lineup of 101 mm. i have it beef broke my heart i it have actually, beef I with minhyun though because... i don't like minhyun I don't either. Even I've been a new East stand since their debut, and I have never stand him. Not like 
he's okay. That's the thing. He's but never done anything that you, bad, but I just you, don't like his vibe. He, he fucking failed the vibe check. Like, I don't know. I, I just don't vibe with him <laughs> either, but, like, I felt the pain, how, you know? How did he make it compared to Beck, uh, sorry, Dongho yeah. and Jonghyun? Well, and, Can someone explain and that? And, like, half of what they showed of him was, like, it's okay. Like, we all show, like, emotion in different ways, and, like, we don't really know what was going on, but, like, <laughs> you know that kid from Cube? What was his name? S- uh... The one who went with... Sonho? Is that his name? The one who went with... Sonho? Sonho? Yeah. Yeah, Sonho. Sonho. He was like... Remember they had that little... Like, Sonho, like, really looked up to him and would, like, follow out him after... Yeah. Like, after, like, a puppy and was, like, trying Stop. to be affectionate with him. And, like, Minhyun wasn't just, like... Un- like, he looked, like, uncomfortable with, like, the tactile stuff. But he was also just, like, so dismissive of, like, this little boy who was, like, following him around and thought he was cool and wanted to be like him and would just, like... And he was like so dismissive of him. And then I was like, and I was like, you already weren't vibing with me, and now you're just like, you look like a mean, like <laughs> older guy. Like, just give him a hug. But <laughs> again, everyone's under pressure. Who knows what's actually going on? But yeah, I just never vibed with Minhyun. Like, if he didn't make the lineup, me I neither. probably would have been happy, or somebody else did. It still haunts me mm-hmm. that uh, Sungun barely made it. I was like, light of my life. You I... like are beautiful, and if you don't make it, I'll cry. Me too. Deadass. Honestly, this lineup more than I think any other season, I was happier with because like I like Guanlin was really the only one who I think didn't deserve to be there. I think Minhyun, like, there's like things to be said. He's a good vocalist, it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he's good. He's like a yeah, solid sure. idol. Like, whatever. People think he's pretty, he's there. I don't really care. Like, I probably mm-hmm. would have preferred somebody else over him, but that's just my pre- personal yeah. thing. But like Guanlin as a fact, like does not deserve to be in that lineup. Yes. Um yep. but a lot of the other members I was really happy about. We got um we got uh so- Jaekwon. Jaehwan, yeah, Songun for sure. Jaehwan, who was an, uh, what are they called? A gain, oh. gain. What is it in Indi- English? Like independent, Indi- individual. Independent. <laughs> Holy shit! Independent gain. individual. Gain. Um, yeah, he was a independent or individual. Basically, he didn't have a company that he came in with, and he mm-hmm. made it, and he became a beacon for a lot of other independent trainees who weren't picked up by companies, but who were hoping to yeah. be an idol someday. And that's brilliant. Um, fucking Jisung. Oh. Jisung, oh, thank God Jisung. he made it because it was his last chance to be an idol and he literally it, like he's just I love him. Yeah. God, I love him. I love him. An absolute sweetheart. Like, I just want to squeeze his face. I love him so much. He's eh. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to 48 because we're fucking yes, oh. we're going on and on. Okay, so 48, Produce 48, season three of Produce, whatever you want to call it, was the season. It was my favorite season. Mm-hmm. Um... <clears throat> Because they brought in half Japanese and half Korean participants. So, yeah. yeah so a, It wasn't just Japanese, though. It was AKB48. Well, right? not just AKB48. It was like AK, all the AKs. It was like... All the AKs, <laughs> they were from yeah, a yeah. bunch yeah. of different Japanese, basically like the most famous Japanese girl groups, um, who are all technically like part of the same thing, but they all have like subunits. So some of them different, have like yeah. never met each other. And it's really cute because they all, there's so many of them that they all like idolize each other, even though they're technically part Aww. of the same group. They're all like, yeah. oh my God, that's Judina. And they're like freaking out. <laughs> yeah, Judina. Judina was the only one I knew. Yeah, she, yeah. Anyways, so that was a great season in terms of, I thought that all the girls did a really good job of getting along. And it was so nice to see them trying to learn each other's languages and all that. But it was also, like, the first episode especially is so uncomfortable because it's basically the Koreans realizing that the Japanese have a completely different style of training and performing. 
and they are oh, just no. like quote unquote not up to par with the Koreans, which means which basically means that the difference is that the Japanese performers they they um they favor charisma and like personality and having fun on stage and like looking like you're having fun. Like the audience has fun because it looks like you're mm-hmm. having fun. The, their dances mm-hmm. aren't that hard because of it. Like they're pretty simple choreography, yeah. but they're really like catchy or like they have a lot of like point choreography and they're all like really beloved by their fans because it's more about their personality and their stage presence. Whereas we see this in South Korea that there's so many people trying to be idols now. There's so many groups that debut every year. The market is super oversaturated and it's harder and harder to stand out because all these kids are drilled from the beginning to not really be themselves and to become yep. like this idol robot who like is focusing on the dancing and the singing. And then you see a lot of them struggle to stand out once they debut because they've kind of been like the the creative or person that like the bubbly side of them has been squashed down by years and years of training and the rigorous processes and the reality of the industry. So it was this really stark difference that you could see between yeah. the performers where the Japanese yeah. girls had so much emotion. They were so expressive. They were there to have a good time. And the Korean girls, it was almost like militant, like in comparison. And we're so used to mm-hmm. the Koreans, but like, seeing them from that perspective I was like oh my god yeah look at them like they're of course they're crazy good dancers but a lot of them couldn't shine a light to the Japanese girls like personality like the way that they shone on yeah stage. that's true um that's true so that was the whole like the main like I wouldn't call it a controversy or anything but that was the main like tension that was carried throughout that season yeah and I think the girls performed really well under that tension like they all became friends they got really close um, yeah. mm-hmm. but the way that the instructors, especially in the first episode, like, it's just mean, like you can tell they're like just so shocked and not used to the standard of the Japanese girls like performances, Yeah, but they're just like, it's just mean. I rewatched it yeah. kind of recently with my friend who's like, it was my way of trying to get her, my friend Erin, it was my way of trying to get her like more oh. into K-pop because she yeah. is like obsessed with like everything japan like she watched anime since she was a kid she's really into like japanese music she's like learning japanese whatever whereas like i'm the same but with like korea so we're Mm -hmm. always trying to like like she'll try to teach me japanese and i'm like it's too hard learn korean and then like i show her the alphabet and she's like what the fuck is this and then we like argue (laughs) over which language is harder to learn but yeah i was like this is the perfect show to kind of like bridge the gap between us because there's a bunch of japanese girls so she'll be happy and there's a bunch of korean girls so i'll be happy (laughs) anyways so yeah, I watched it with her and she was like, they're so mean. And I was like, especially seeing it from an outsider perspective, who's not used to like the Korean industry. I was like, yeah, yeah. like with, if you remember for a second that these are all real people and they're really young girls, like, it's like, oh my God, this is really tough. That was a tough season. They're pretty brutal. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them. It's very rude. <laughs> very brutal. They're just mean. Yeah. They're just like there's really no other way to. They, they were just mean. Yeah. Like, I felt like I'll, there were a lot of moments too where I felt like okay, your positions, your positions of power as like coaches, as mm-hmm. mentors, as sanbes, is supposed to guide is to be, like guide the girls, teach them the ropes, help them improve. But there were so many times where I felt like what they said were just said out of spite or annoyance or just to be like just to have something to say yeah and it made me uncomfortable watching this i was like yeah there was a lot of there were so many moments where i felt like 
can I just step in and smack a bitch? You know, like, it was, <laughs> like, I respect you. I'm sure you're a great human being, but, like, that's, that ain't it. Like, yeah. th- that was just, there were so many, like. In saying that, though, there and, were some good moments. Like, there were some, I remember specifically that one vocal trainer who worked with the Japanese girls because in Japanese, like traditionally throughout their music history and with their traditional music and how that's evolved into popular music, um, they tend, their technique tends to be more on like the nasally breathier side. And that's because Korean music, popular music is, is based off of Western popular music. We don't like that, those things. Though that mm-hmm. nasalness and the breathiness, those are traits of a lot of Eastern countries and cultures like music. But over here, that's not what we like. We like strong and vibrato and we like belting and things like yeah. that. Yeah. And Korea is very much more based off of uh, East, uh, Western music than other Eastern influences. So mm-hmm, for sure, or like K-pop is sorry, not their their traditional stuff is also like that, um, nasally and things like that, like the traditional stuff. But their popular music isn't. So these girls were having a hard time adjusting to this new singing style, and and many of them didn't actually change their singing style. But it was hard for them to sing some of the songs because of this style that they were singing in, and because they had very minimal training in Japan. Like they actually don't train that much; they just like learn on the job. Um, yeah, and some of the teachers I can't remember his name but there was one teacher I think it was a guy who was like really helpful with helping them um, I have been like trained vocally so I noticed the things that he was trying to say to them and like yeah, what yeah, he was yeah. trying to do and it really like helped some of them like be able to hit higher mm-hmm. notes or like sustain themselves better and I was like thank you like if somebody just teaches them <laughs> they're obviously willing and everything's gonna be yeah. fine but yeah it was like an interesting season and it came with its own like, there were some, like, controversy slash scandals here and there. A lot of them yes. were the common thing of, like, that that archetype we were talking about earlier, the greedy thing, where people get mad because yeah. certain girls look greedy. And I think it's harder for yeah, girls yeah, yeah. because girls are judged more because we're oppressed. So, Woo! Yeah, exactly. Woo-hoo! So We're feminists. Not on- <laughs> so not only when a, when a girl acts greedy like that, she's greedy, she's also like a bitch or she's, bitch. you know, she's mm-hmm. not being submissive. She's not, like, she's taking control. And one of one of the girls who fell under that fire was um, somebody that I think I mentioned last week, Che Jung in Elris. Yes, you um, did. That was something that had happened to her. She got accused of being greedy and, like, that is something that's kind of affected Elris's popularity too because she's still getting, like, hate comments. So, anyways... Yeah, there. Aside from uh, all that, the the controversy mostly lies again in Mnet and their voting. Yeah. yeah. So, so Produce Forty Eight's season, Eyes One and X One, from the fourth season, those are the two groups mm-hmm. that they were like confirmed their lineups were predetermined. Yeah, so yeah. it's hard to know who in Eyes One was supposed to be there and who wasn't. Um, Minji. Is that her name? Minju. 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 Is my like one Lin of that season. She made me so angry. She didn't look like she was working that hard in the season. She's not very good. I didn't understand why everyone was fawning over her. It kind of seemed like they forgot to fawn over her too until the end. Like all of a sudden they just started giving her screen time near the end and she wasn't that good. And it was like really strange. She kind of just came out of left field. Like I don't know why. And then she made the lineup and I was like, girl, you have next to no personality, next to no talent. Like, why are you there? And why did only three Japanese members make the lineup? 
that's what bugs me was that only three Japanese members made it. Like, obviously, I'm not like I wasn't a 48 fan, but I'm an Eyes One fan.、Mm-hmm. And when you have literally that many fucking Japanese girls, which I'm sure are all fucking talented, especially Jurena, because I had a friend in high school who would not shut up about <laughs> Jurena.、Um, when I heard like she wasn't there, I'm like, Jurena actually she left the show. So she,、oh, yeah, she? she left a little bit early. I can't remember the reason now, but yeah, she left a little bit early.、Mm-hmm. And then, unfortunately, soon after, well, unfortunately, however you see it, she did、um, retire from AKB after that. So she's now like currently. She was in it for a while. Doing, yeah, but she、mm-hmm. was like one of the seniors in it. So whatever. But yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. The reason she wasn't in the lineup is because she had to leave. She was.、Mm-hmm. A lot of the Japanese members were also like balancing their. They were still promoting.、Japanese. So they would have to like go yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Japan and do a concert and come back to Korea and、yeah. continue filming. And knowing what we know、mm-hmm. about the filming process and like how、mm-hmm. much time they commit to it and how little sleep they get, I don't know how the Japanese、yeah. girls did it. That shit was fucking exhausting. Yeah. Like on top like, of that, the, the language barriers, on top of that, the cultural barriers, on top of that, like not being、yeah. in your home country, getting yelled at by these crazy、mm-hmm. Korean teachers. Like, <laughs> I don't know how any of those Japanese girls did it, but there were a few that were. Very popular throughout the whole series. There was this, oh my god, I wish I remembered her name. She was, Ashide, oh. So there was this one girl who was like, kind of like a K pop stan. So she had like, was learning Korean、oh. and she would make an effort to like speak in Korean at the live shows and things like、Aww. that. And she was really talented. She was like a vocalist and she got really, really far, didn't make it. There was another girl, same thing. She was like a really talented vocalist. A lot of people, I didn't like her vo- voice, but a lot of people did. I think her name was. Me, you, or something like that.、Um, yeah, there was just like so many. It's not that there was like a lack of Japanese girls who would have been able to do Eyes One. It's just a、mm-hmm. lack of Japanese girls who made it into Eyes One. So it's、yeah. not that they weren't talented enough. It's just that it didn't happen. So、mm-hmm. thankfully, we got、um, the three girls we did because they were really popular throughout the show and really talented. But yeah, it was just like very interesting that like three fourths of the group were Korean. Yeah. And like right off the top of my head, trying not to be like a bitch or anything, but when、um, I kind of first got into Aizu One, because I haven't really fully watched any of the produce shows, like from start to finish, like sometimes I'd watch like the last two or three episodes just because I like to cry <laughs> and all that、oh、my shit. God, so I'm like the expert、bitchy. here because I've seen them all and I've seen some of them twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, God, look at yeah, me. And, like, and I kind of, you know, looked into all of the members. And, you know, when I'm asked, like, and I have been, like, multiple times by a bunch of my other friends who are into K pop and know of Izu One, they would ask me, like, who do you think didn't, like, wasn't supposed to be in the lineup? And right off the top of my head, there are, like, two, three names that, like, you know, like, I, that I think of. And then I feel like such a bitch for thinking it because I'm like, I'm, I'm sure they worked hard. I'm sure they put in the effort. And,、yeah. you know, I'm sure that they'll improve over time. But, like, right off the top of my head, there are like three members,、okay. one of them in particular, very popular, which is why I've like mostly kept my opinions to myself about. Oh my God, say it. That I- say it. I want to.、Uh, <laughs> okay, so you said one of them. Minju. You said one of them. K1 also should not、yeah. be there. K1. 
See, like, they're the silent ones that I don't care about, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they're silent for a reason. Not be in the lineup. Their personalities aren't great, and they're not talented. They should not be there. But who's the oh third? Yana. You're not going to say Sakura, uh, are you? <laughs> no. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Um, she... The... Oh, God. Don't describe her. Just say it. Tang Wenyong. Oh, uh, the silence. I don't like. Um, I see it though. I, I okay, didn't watch the show. I don't think she should have been first. But if she was like one of the lower members and she was still in, I would like. I don't think I would mind. But yeah, the first. She's only fifteen, and I think a lot of the like, reasons that she was there is because she was cute and pretty and like had. Yeah, like, exactly. She was very good at being center. I think she's talented, and but yeah, I think it's like. Um, I just felt like she had a little too much to improve on because she was young you know i felt like like yeah. you know considering her age she's the youngest mangne like of all four of the producers yeah and like oh and yeah came in i just first. think that there's i'm i just think that they're like there's just way too much for her to improve on like even until now like there are so many times where i'd be like oh oh or like eh, you know like I just feel like, not that she didn't deserve to be in the final lineup, but like first place is kind of. I just of, don't think she was ready. Yeah. To be yeah. in the She's lineup. Not quite ready. If she or came like, in like debut. if she came in like twelfth or something, I'd have been like, yeah, okay, like or like somewhere like in the lower ranks. I don't think I, I yeah, I would like agree with you as much. But yeah, it's something about her being first, and that means that she's the center and the face of the group all the time. And I, I have noticed in their performances that it's like she's a little like lackluster. I think she's kind of like yeah, lost, yeah. Mm-hmm. lost yeah. some of that um, natural pep that she had when she was on the show. Um, and it might be because the their concepts that sh- they're doing are like very like sophisticated. And then they're like, and here's our fifteen year old face like of yeah. the group yeah and she's trying to look like grown up and mature but she's just a baby and she looks like a baby like she's very tall which helps but she has like a baby yeah. face and yeah i yeah i don't know how i feel about that whether i think that she doesn't deserve to be in the lineup but i think that i remember her coming at first i was like really like i kind of saw it coming just because of the way the voting had been going mm-hmm. but i was like that's kind of mm-hmm. insane um like i thought that you know not that she didn't deserve to be in the lineup. Like, I definitely think that she deserved to debut. Mm. But I think the reason why I was a bit opposed to her being in the lineup was just, I like, just off of the sole basis that, like, watching her and based off of, like, the bare minimum knowledge that I have as a performer and, like, also as a singer, I just felt like, she needed more time. Yeah. Like, she just really, she really, really, yeah. really needed more time. She needed a lot more training. Like, compared to all of the other members, like, she just had way too much to improve on to be considered yeah. fit for a debut, you know? Yeah. And I feel like popularity won out. Mm-hmm. And on top of the fact that, you know, she was first because, you know, maybe Emna just couldn't accept that a Japanese member would come first in a Korean show. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't know. I just felt like, Maybe somebody else could have taken her spot. Like, I don't know, like, Ton or something. Um, yeah, or Unbi, like... God damn, Unbi just... Ugh, step on me. Sakura definitely could have come first. And I bet you... Yeah, for sure. I bet you that if we looked at the actual, like, stats and, like, what was revealed after, that maybe she was. Who knows? But anyways, yeah, Produce 48 was one of those ones where the lineup was confirmed predetermined when the whole scandal mm-hmm. broke out. Um, so... Mm-hmm. 
and then like without getting too much into it the fourth season is a lot of the same more accusations of people being yeah. greedy more questionable people in the lineup um yep. i genuinely think that uh kim yohan um mm-hmm. and i'm a little biased because i love him but i love him because mm-hmm. i watched the show so i don't know if that counts as bias if that's what we're t- what we're talking about but <laughs> he did make a very strong impression and he it like he came in with not that much actual training or ta- like talent. I, yep. I don't know if I want to say talent. He did, came in with not that much going for him, and developed so fast that I wasn't mad when yeah. he made when he made the line. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. mad when he was first totally. because I was like, at the exponential rate you are going at, you're gonna be fucking fine, man. And he yeah. is and has been and now is in a new group and he's doing really well. And in that group, I, again, might be biased because Donghan is in his new group, Wee Eye? How do you say I don't know. Wee Eye. Wee Eye. Kim Donghan, who was from season two and was in JBJ, um, which I love JBJ, and then went on to be a soloist and is now in this group with Johan, which is like a dream come true for me. Like, I couldn't have asked for anything more <laughs> to have those two boys yes. together. They look like brothers, too. Like, they both have their hair similar right now. Yeah, but I know. out of that whole group, oh even if I looked at it objectively, they stand out a lot in that group lineup because they're just so charismatic, large stage presence. Yeah. Johan's dancing just gets better and better and better. Donghan is, like, a king of dance. So, like, that was when I wasn't mad at, me. but there was definitely... Juno? Why Why was he there? Why was Juno in the lineup? Okay, I literally... I had to pull out my photo cards because I don't... I, it's been so long I don't remember which members I didn't want in the final lineup <laughs> I literally have five members that I don't think should have been in the final yeah, lineup I, I, think I, Kimusa. I ended up I cared I actually at the end of the day cared about like three of them and it was Johan uh, um what's his name Seungyeon yeah Seungyeon and what was the other one the Jo Jo something Seungyeon that's Joe oh, that, oh, that's yeah, that's Sungyeon. Sorry, sorry. The other one is Sungwoo. Sung. No, no, no. Yeah, Han Sungwoo. Yeah, those are the three I cared about. Yeah, like for me, like I was. F- okay, it sucks because two of the members that were confirmed to have been rigged in was uh, Dohyun and Hanga, and I've been following Hanga for so long. Yeah. Um, and those were two that were also part of my personal final lineup, mm. and they worked super hard they are super talented and they deserved it but they were one of the ones that were rigged in but my five that i didn't want to debut were kim woosuk uh, i never got what the kim woosuk he always just slightly I, bugged me he didn't have much of a personality everyone was falling over him they no. were like he's so handsome i yeah. don't even think he's that good looking i was genuinely like why is this man here <laughs> and it was like he had so much confidence and i was yes. like i feel like that confidence I feel like that confidence stemmed from how he was basically like the most popular member in Uptension, but yeah. he was so smug about it. Like even just when like all of the boys were like fanboying over him, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm the shit. Like you know it, I know it." Like, "No, my G, you're not that talented. Like Song Yu-bin should have debuted instead of you. Kim Gukon should have debuted instead of you. Oh, Kim Su-hwan should have debuted instead Amen. of you." Like and anyways, so Junho was one of the other ones. Lisang, I like grew to like, but I don't think he should have debuted. Minhee, he was okay, but still shouldn't have debuted. Yeah. In, like compared to like Yubin and Hyungjun, who is one of my sons, was not ready. No. Even now, like no. with gravity, like he's, like he's still lacking in gravity. Okay, and they have had like what five title songs? Too young. Like but he Hyung-jun, still has so Hyung-jun much to improve was on. The Kim Sohye of 
this season of that season which is weird because yeah, they he, babied he, him. he came in with more talent but that was still what they framed him as because they sent him to x or whatever and then he was the trainer and then he cried yeah. a bunch and then blah 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 and he was very cute yeah. and i liked him and yeah. i liked dong and i liked um some of the other ones who were in the lineup unsung i didn't mind yeah. him minnie i didn't mind him in the show but i don't think they deserve mm-hmm. to be in the lineup especially no, when me too like you said Yuvin or Yubin, however you want to say it, he was standing yep. right there again. He was, he yeah. was like, he was like the Samuel of that season. Every yeah, yeah, he had so much screen time. He's so talented. I know he came from another group, so he could like easily go back to that group or whatever the fuck. But and then the other one that really really hurts is Chesu Huan because so Chesu Huan was a independent. There was a like a horde of independent. Um, trainees who came in that year and a lot of them were like Jay Huan is our idol we love him he was the one in of course in season two who managed to debut with 101 who was also an independent trainee so there was like maybe like 20 guys who came in like without a company and Chesu Han was the one who went the furthest he got the most screen time he had this like friendly rivalry with you Yubin or Yuvin is the stage mm-hmm. name where they would like I call them the 17 line <laughs> yeah where they would always they like, like 17 members be end up in the same fucking group together somehow like every time and then yeah. have to fight each other for lead vocal because they were both insane vocalists and unfortunately like no even though we got all that screen time he didn't get picked up by a company after that which astounds me Chase Wuhan. Yeah. And all he really has going right now is a YouTube channel and he's like desperately trying to basically have enough funds and time to put out an album, but it's now been like years. I years. follow him on YouTube and he has like one of those Same. um not like a go maybe not like a GoFundMe, but one of those one where it's like buy buy this person a coffee, which is just like the equivalent yeah. of sending them five bucks or whatever. But yeah, I did that for him because I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like he was stop. I don't want to cry. Can we? Uh, I'm just seeing his little face in my head. He's like also like I I don't want to say my type because I I I don't want to say like I'm attracted to him or anything like this. But he's like he's my, my type. type of like idol that I usually end up like biasing. He like is reminiscent of like Yoongi and like Uji. Like he's like kind of short and has like a cute little face, but he's like super talented. He's... Like that's I just like yeah. He's a powerhouse. Yeah. Oh my god. Him. So so many unfortunate things. But yeah, the ultimate is that Mnet fucked everyone over and X one yep. was together for. For how long? Like three months. Not long. Three months before they got mm-hmm. completely disbanded. Somehow, Eyes One survived. I think only that was another controversy. Simply yeah. because they had been already promoting for a while, and the companies were like, yeah. "Listen, we're already in contracts, and it's fine." But for some reason, X One, because it was so new and fresh, they like maybe were still in the period that they could um, back out of the contracts or something like that. Who knows? But yeah, yeah. X One died very soon after they came out with Flash. Um, their their debut song and now like all other produce born groups there's so many that come out of every season like when in every season like the other groups that are born out of produce like the project groups and the like whatever happens like jbj things like that every season they become more and more successful which is really nice to see so with 48 we saw like everglow we saw um uh, which we call it Cherry Bullet. We saw Rocket Punch. Like, there's so many groups that came out of that season. Um, I'm probably forgetting like some of the most obvious ones. I don't know why they're escaping my mind. And with <laughs> X1, we're basically slowly waiting for more and more members to make their debut. A lot of them have already. Like we mentioned at the beginning yep. in our news segment, um, Dong Pyo um, is going to be making his debut in March. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that they were in that spotlight for so little time because some of the guys who made the final lineup really, really deserved it and were really, yeah. really talented. And yeah, it's just a shame because like we said in our re-debut episodes, the more times that you re-debut and have to represent yourself to the public, it just looks worse and worse on you, even if it's not your fault. So yeah, yeah. And that, I think, there are more survival shows, and there's tea around all of them, especially all the Mnet ones. I mean, just go Google the word Mix 9, and you will find endless controversy. Google the unit. Google treasure. What was the YG1 treasure box or whatever the fuck? Treasure box. Google literally Mm -hmm. any survival show, and it's just the worst. Riddled with tea. But that's... When we started on Island... Oh my god, don't oh even. Oh my god, don't no, even. no. But, no. Um, yeah, there's, that's the price, that's the risk that you take with those shows, because if you do become successful out of it, it's basically like a guaranteed career, or at least it was mm-hmm. back in the earlier seasons, <laughs> but yeah. now um, there's so much risk and sometimes show. little reward, and that is the reality of survival shows in South Korea. So with that, I think we're going to wrap up today's episode that was a good episode yeah we really i think i think we got some anger out you know we really got some emotions out (laughs) (laughs) i haven't been able to like talk about the lineups and how mad they make me really so yeah man it was really nice to just yell why is wusok here sorry to everyone who stands him by the way i'm sure he's a very nice boy but i just was my initial bias and uptension but like y'all gotta understand Song Yu Bin was there, but Wusok debuted. Song Bin was there. Not gonna lie, I kind of wanted Tin Yuk to debut over Wusok. And also, I'd like to request that you bitches go and watch a girl season. God damn it! I will. Don't is, worry. I will. I will. The, the, I haven't watched any of the them. The only Trust thing me, like is it. that every year the episodes get longer and longer. So when you like go to watch Forty Eight, like every episode's like two hours long, and then the finale yeah, is like three hours long. And that was something I didn't mm-hmm. realize when I made my friend watch it with me. <laughs> and it was at the oh, beginning, God. it was at the beginning of quarantine. So we would watch it like every night, like over uh like video call. And oh, I God. was like, oh my god, I have to apologize. I did not realize the episodes were this long. Like I was thinking of the episode lengths of the earlier seasons. Oh Jesus. Anyways, yeah. yeah. It's a ve- it's a commitment, but I think especially if you're fans of the groups that came out of those shows, it's like really nice That's to a good see idea to watch. Yeah, where those girls started and what like what where they're coming from and what the situation mm-hmm. is um if you're interested yeah yeah and let us know what you guys think on instagram we'd love to hear from you if anything we said yes. today made you really mad because you <laughs> stand them or if you agree <laughs> or you if you have dan kim <laughs> sorry or tang if- <laughs> Young. i apologize oof. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. Oof, oof. um kim minju will probably do way better as an actress anyway it'll be fine everything will be fine um uh, yeah that's it thank you guys so much for tuning in and before we end um a quick um little teaser next week we will be talking about underrated k-pop groups so you know k-pop groups that are definitely worth your time and attention but might have swooped past your radar um so yeah we're going to be breaking them down for you and talking a little bit about them next week so get excited and uh yeah stay tuned for a new episode hope you liked this one and we will chat with you all next week see you next week bye Bye.